Yo, what's happening, people? Welcome to the 0596 podcast, and I'm with a very special guest of me right now. I'm with Boy Wonder, creator of Mandem Clothing Line. What are you telling me, man? What's going uh, on? I'm here. I'm here. Thanks for having me. 0596. I'm glad. Podcast. I'm glad. I'm glad you got the numbers right. Come on, come on. <laughs> I was good at maths. <laughs> so yeah, man, we're here to talk about fashion. I just want to know, like, let's bring it all the way back. Yeah. So what got you into just designing or just fashion in general? Like, what got you started? Um, I'm just a creative person in general as a kid and um, some people are good at maths some people are good with numbers obviously some people are good with words Um, I was good with the pencil with the paintbrush Um, and yeah I was as a young person I was always just drawing Mm -hmm. characters my own ones copying others uh, that were out there already so what got me into fashion fashion, so, you know, what separated art from, you know, designing clothing was, you know, when I was younger, I always used to wish I had certain clothing. Okay. Um, many of us probably flicked through catalogs and wished, oh, I wish I had that, you know, or depending on your background, oh, I wish I had that jacket or I wish I had that top. And what I used to do was I actually used to cut out these items of clothing and draw myself and put those items of clothing over the the drawings okay. so it looked like i'm wearing it a little collage basically yeah, of me wearing these gums um they could have been from a celebrity or some, a newspaper clipping or a magazine clipping and i would just put my face over theirs and just to see how i'd look and i think that was really my first foray into wanting to do fashion design Mm-hmm. Um, there was a massive gap where I did product design instead went to uni studied that for three years got my degree and it was really hard getting into that industry the product design industry it was super saturated or at least competitive I'd say and um, my cousin who was my former business partner said listen I see you're good with art I'm doing a clothing line do you want to jump on board I said sure let's, let's do this we spent probably the last year or so just giving free gums that we designed, just simple gums. It was really our logo on hoodies, t-shirts and hats. We literally spent a whole year giving gums away for free just to get our name out there. And um, everyone from the, the, you know, the, 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 the late grime scene, early grime scene was wearing our clothing. We just do drop offs, East London, West London, South London, North London. And that's how we managed to get our name out there with the brand, which um, was known as Lyrics for Lyrics at the time. Um, we then shortened it to L for L. And the current brand, which was really just an offshoot of L for L, was a capsule collection, did really well. More so than Lyrics for Lyrics. So then we just decided to trademark the name and continue the brand. And it's now Mandem. Yeah, so I, so with a name like Lyric for Lyric, mm. of course there's some sort of musical influence there. Yeah. So the question is like, is there a relation with hip hop with your gums? Is there is there influence with that? Well, we 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 were heavily influenced by the grime scene. Mm-hmm. We grew up around the grime scene, whether it was the artists, the DJs, the producers, anyone connected with that whole scene. And we were part of it in terms of, okay, we weren't the artists, but we were clothing a lot of the artists. So 
lyrics for lyrics actually came from a wily lyric that he said when he was clashing i forgot he was clashing i'm sure i'm sure it was heartless crew but he said correct me if i'm wrong but he said no, lyrics for lyrics calm and that was he was basically saying let's keep it down to just lyrics for lyrics and that's where we took the word from so lyrics for lyrics came from uh wiley um he's been one of our supporters as well then we shortened it again to l for l and then we said again like i said the brand was an offshoot a capsule collection that just took off and we ran with that and it's it's been going you know very well so far yeah because we've obviously with a name like mandem it's very london based it's, yeah it's that's the demographic you're looking to sell your garments more or less or the ideal target market is london do you know what we we of we want to do overseas would be amazing of course yeah but the I main mean, for now is like a london this sort is of, this is people need to remember London in the 60s was the place for fashion and for music you know whether it was the Tommy Boys whether it was the 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 Beatles this place used to have a buzzing culture um I wasn't around in the 60s but London is known for having a very diverse um music culture and now definitely fashion culture and I wanted to just make a london brand that was very synonymous with what happens in london you know it's probably one of the most diverse cities in in yeah, in, in, in the world mm. um so definitely i want to celebrate what makes london london and the mandem make london london you know it's it's slang from here and it's slang that we have now started to see being reached, reached outside of the uk outside of london you know it's touching certain areas in the uk um and yeah to be honest we've had you know people from all walks of life and all parts of the world wear mandem so whereas they may not recognize the meaning the design behind it is usually what wraps them and 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 brings them in mm. Mm. yeah for our here that i i like how the name is just straight to the point yeah it's not too much going on at all because it's it's Clothing by the mandem for the mandem. Your mandem, she's mandem, he's mandem, their mandem. We're all mandem. You know, mandem is like the fellas, the boys, the guys, the people. It's just, it's just a collective. It's a collective, perfect. So, exactly. So it's like, um, so in terms of like when you're creating the clothes, which do you prefer designing? Do you ever prefer like you prefer to do shorts and t-shirts, or you prefer jackets, or? Do you know I love layers, so I love doing jackets. I love doing overcoats. I love doing um, winter wear. Winter wear is my favorite because, to be honest, that's when people wear clothing the most, mm. and I think that's when my design prowess goes into full mode. That's when I can start talking about the lining. I can start talking about the GSM, the weight of the garment. I can start looking at obviously the fabrics. Which type of fabrics am I going to use? Am I make you know? We live in the UK, so if I'm designing th- something that's for here, it's definitely going to be something that's got to be waterproof and it's got to be warm. You know, our winters are sometimes very harsh and they're very late in the year, mm. and definitely waterproof because it rains a heck of a lot, as we know. So, one thing I always say is that the only weather element that will mash up your swag is rain. So everything I do, I I almost make sure 
almost all of it is at least waterproof. Yeah, that's a good shout because obviously if you're making waterproof garments that actually look cool, yeah, you're sweet. Because sometimes you can be wearing a banging outfit and you gotta wear some jacket to cover it and it just fucks up the whole exactly. fit. Exactly. And Listen. then you just firm. You rather have pneumonia looking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Instead of being safe and putting on a jacket, you know what I mean? Bro, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, you know. And, like, I've been to um, uh, attend London Fashion Week when they used to go on before the pandemic. And someone's whole look can be mashed up by rain. And sometimes, unless the, 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 the umbrella is designer, the umbrella will spoil the whole look. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if someone's holding it for you. It just takes away from that look. So I just wanted to make something um, that's suited to this environment, but can also still be practical for if you are in a sunny part of the world, basically. So I would definitely say to your question, outerwear is definitely my favorite thing to design. Yeah, that makes sense to be fair. Mm. Um, for like upcoming designers, right? Yeah. What would you say is like a good tip for them? That just starting. What would you say is a really good tip? Do you know there's nothing like actually seeing your product in in a tangible form, as in in real life? Because a lot of designers I've helped along the way and still help, a lot of the things they show me are always on paper or on the screen. And it stays on the screen mm-hmm. for, for two weeks, for three weeks, for a month, for six months. And it doesn't jump off that page or off that screen onto at least a fabric. So I'll always say, don't take too long putting your first design out. It's just the first one, you know, it could, it may, from there you're gonna learn whether the, the fabric suits it or whether it, the fit is right or whether it's just totally not it. Mm. But you won't know that from it being on a piece of paper or on a screen. So I always try to give them the tip of make, just do it, do the first one, make it so that I can see you wearing it Others can see you wearing it. And yeah, it might not bang, but the next one after that will. Yeah. Or the one after that. So it's really just about Would you don't dilly daddy, basically. Yeah, so just don't don't dwell too much. No. No. And 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 I get why people do that. You know, a lot of people want to plan the whole thing. They want to plan the whole journey from idea to execution. Um but that journey is, is, is usually very unnecessarily long. You know, it's if someone's giving you a shortcut to get home from after work, you know, you're going to take that shortcut because usually there's traffic on the, on the normal route. So mm-hmm. you want to get to your destination as quickly as possible. You know, um, it might have potholes down that, sh- that, that short road, that, you know, that shortcut, but... From there, you're going to at least be able to maneuver around those potholes and get to your destination. Just make the damn thing. That's what I say. Just make it, see it for what it is physically, and then before you know it, you you you're either going to continue with it that way or continue with it a totally different way. Yeah, that's a good answer because although we're talking about fashion, it does quite relate to everything creative. It's like if you're just taking long, hmm, when should I drop this? Hmm, I should do this. You tell all your friends I'm about to do this. Yes. You've already subconsciously done it. Yeah. Because you're telling everyone you've done it. Yeah. But you ain't done shit. Bro, you know I've got I mean? this thing where I don't like saying what I've done until I've actually got it in my hands. Mm. I don't like talking about it, you know. Um, I've got a saying or I've, I've got this saying from 
somewhere. Don't speak about it, be about it. Because there's nothing like just coming out with something. Imagine just, and, and you're right when you say it applies with a lot of things in life. You know, it's not just an ethos in fashion. It's just a, a work method that I use that everyone can use and apply to anything they do. Mm-hmm. You know, just just do it. And then from there, okay, it flopped because I didn't do this or I didn't do that. But hey, at least I've got a physical product. Or at least I've done this physical thing. Or at least you can see it. Or at least you can hear my music. Okay, I forgot to mix it or I didn't mix it. Or it, the lyrics are shoddy or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's there now for you to at least listen to, taste, wear, see. Just do it. Yeah, I'll say with that, it's all like comfort and a feel of fail- fear of failure. That's what it is. Because you want to tell people I'm about to do this. But you ain't done it. So you're not going to fail because you ain't done anything. Yes. But you're comfortable in telling them. So you're comfortable. But because you're comfortable, you're failing anyway. So You hit yeah. the nail on the head. Yeah. You hit so the nail on the head. It's a lose-lose, basically. Just yeah. get it done. If it flops, people think it's shit. Take the constructive criticism and, and do it. something else. Exactly. Yeah. But you're really... You're, you know, the comfortability thing is so true. Like, we as creatives can get to that zone which can sometimes... Is detrimental to our creativity and, and progress. So what happens is you find yourself in that loop and not moving forward. And what can happen is that you then just dry yourself out. And ultimately, you just don't end up doing anything. Exactly. because we, we call that writer's block if you're a writer. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's called designer's block if you're an artist. But a lot of it has to be with just being comfortable in that situation and in that space. Yeah, 100%. Because um, one of my mates, Genesis, he's on one of my podcast episodes too, the oh, UK cool. rap episode. He was saying that... Hold tight, Genesis. Yeah, he's, a, he's hard. He's, he's hard. hard. Check, he's check hard. him out. Check now, him I've, out. Worked with, I've worked with Genesis before. We've done stuff together before. In um, He came to uh, a pop-up store that we had in Camden. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so he did a wicked set. So big up Genesis, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good, man. He's good. He's just saying that being a creative is like you're a lonely genius yeah yeah no he's right he's right there's no one to because sometimes you can be thinking yeah this idea is banging and then you might drop it and then it doesn't really get a res- response you're feeling and you're like oh shit and then it's up to you to bring yourself up bro Not... that is probably one of the weirdest feelings yeah, when yeah, yeah. you think it's hard you believe it's hard you can even know it's hard but the people you're marketing it to or trying to sell it to don't agree. I've done so many designs that I thought were going to be the one. I just thought that's going to do the most sales. I'm going to see that on the most backs. And <laughs> crickets. <laughs> crickets. And I've just had to pull it back and just, it's, you know, I'll be real. Just that's now used to wash a car, you know, or mm. something. And you're like, what? I put so much time and effort into this and no, they didn't appreciate it. But, you know, that's the cycle we go as uh, we go through as a creative, as creatives. Yeah, for real, that's just part of it. But I'll say what what for you is like a difficulty in terms of creations? Not not talking writer's block, but just in terms of is there, I don't know, is there a certain garment that's difficult to, to manufacture or that that sort of thing? No, not, not, in, in terms of the actual producing of garments, it's not that. 
it's never that. Okay. Because once you've got that skill set, mm-hmm. um, once you've got that knowledge, that bit is just um, something that you don't forget or don't find difficult how to do. Um, yes, the idea is you might get a little bit of stuck here and there, but you, you said you weren't talking about writer's block. Like, that's the process. The process for me is trying to, and as uh, as most creatives know, is getting your product out there. Is now making it visible. Mm-hmm. How do people see your sick design that you've had? Insta alone isn't great. I'll be honest. Insta, just posting on Insta is not good enough. Even I've had influencers, big boy influencers, tell me that they've released products that they couldn't shift as big boy influencers. So that tells me there's still a difficulty in making people turn their likes into purchases. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How can someone, how can a hundred people like your picture on Insta of your new thing, but there's not even 50 sales? You know, how come there's not even 25 sales? You know, so you've got to make sure it's all about how do you make this visible to absolutely everyone as or as many people as you can how can i now market this to the right people as much of uh, as many of the right people as i can so there's a good thing of casting the net out there reeling it in but again sometimes you're just wasting manpower and wasting net how can i go to a certain part of the ocean where Mm. i know that that fish is going to be there fling it in with a, 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 a maximum effort and then reeling all those cods, macros, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it's not just like flood everywhere and and, and, and boast everywhere. It is just, there's, there's a strategy to it, making sure that those people who see your new product mm-hmm. connect with it. Yeah, I feel like it's quite weird that I just thought of just now. It's like, making the product is kind of easier than getting it out there which is a weird concept if you think about it's it because in hindsight marketing should be the easier one yeah not actually making the product but when you think about it now you know what i mean yeah no i, I was speaking to a marketer today and they were they were saying there were so many tools in which you can help sell products and he still finds it surprising that most people think the most money that a company invests in is in the production of a product or of their service when really it's getting it out to the people. And it's 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 just one of those things that it's it, it's been around for ages. It's why people have business cards. It's why people, uh, you know, drive around and, and, and do cold calling and, and, and sending out bulletins of emails. It's also how you keep the customer. So now you're not just trying to sell to the 100 you're trying to keep the 100. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get new hundreds, you know? So that for us, um, and, and, and I find is usually the challenging part of the whole process that we do. Yeah, man. Let's, let's hear about some achievements because you was on GQ magazine. Your brand was featured on that. Yeah, that so was, that, was that was a- pretty cool. That was a cool, that was a cool gig. Yeah, that was a cool gig. They reached out on us on a uh, on the on the email from the contact form on the website and just said, "Hey, we you know we've got an opportunity where we could uh, feature your brand on GQ. We like it. Um, it fits with our look and style. 
and it was nice because the the guy on the front cover was Burner Boy, and he was he's worn some of our stuff as well. So it was just a nice little connection that we had there. Mm. Um, we've had quite a lot of you know celebs wear our brand as well and appreciate the brand. So we really you know that that those are great achievements. Those are great achievements. I I my favorite celebs are the are, are the customers. Yeah, you know, I I've know. I've I I'll I'll always rate them um, over celebs. No, get me wrong, I appreciate the love the celebs show us, um, but the customers they are the ones who are usually going to be the ones to tell everyone else about the product. They'll wear it out so often. Somebody's going to be like, "Where'd you get that top?" And then from there, referrals happen. So I appreciate everyone, but the, the paying customers are always the ones that I say, you know what, they're, they're our number one fans. Yeah, obviously, because that's what makes you guys tick, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I always, if you could look after 100 customers um, all year round and keep those 100 with you, um, in anything, in anything, whether you're someone on the Spotify or you're someone on... Apple Music or you're somewhere with a bakery shop in a corner somewhere yeah just look after the people that are making your livelihood possible mm. you know customer service is everything yeah unless unless you work in a Jamaican joint ah he <laughs> said it not me <laughs> that rudeness comes with extra flavour hey that's what I heard that's what I heard get the KMT the kissing the teeth and that tastes just a whole lot better yeah if I go in a Caribbean shop and they're being nice to me I'm walking the fuck out ah. <laughs> no too, too that's, funny that's too marketing funny. right there that's marketing right there man for real oh no no I love it I love it I love it I love it but yeah man with the clothing line I see you got more of a formal wear going on as well I I tried on the trench coat earlier ah yes that was pretty cool yeah so that 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 coat is going to be our new line for autumn winter we're not gonna totally veer off we're just trying to give options um like everything, like everything. If you were, a, 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 I always just compare different industries, but you just want to make sure you have more than one thing for more than one age group, mm-hmm. for more than one um, demographic mm-hmm. with a different price bracket, basically. So, yeah, we know that the mandem are not just young, the mandem are also gentle mandems, you know, uh, they're females, they're all types of people. And that's who we're trying to cater to. We just want to just give options. So that's the collection. When you see it, you had a go wearing it. Um, so I'm definitely going to use you to model the new stuff. Same but night, yeah, night. man, I just I just want to give options to people, basically. Yeah, it's good that you're just showing your versatility as well. Yeah, it's like, you know, one thing I realized as a designer, and somebody keeps telling me this, and I and I and I never used to listen to it. Keep it simple, they said. With your designs, keep it simple. And I used to be like, no, I want to do this colours and this amount of colours and I'm going to do this amount of uh, uh, different types of print formats on one item, um, colour block here, colour block there. And it was funny that the best-selling piece of uh, clothing that we did was a very simple mandem hoodie. And it just banged with everyone. It just seemed to connect with everyone. And we were keeping it simple. You know, it, that ethos may not work with everyone, but it seemed to have worked with 
with uh, with our particular brand and our particular collection. Yeah, just um, just on a side note, what is your favorite brand? Oh, I've got so many. Like, what what's your like top three favorites? My definitely Daily Paper. Those guys are just so clean. They're so clean, and their branding is amazing. I love their stuff. Um, I love their flips. I love how they've just you know they used the western union logo and flipped it and made it daily paper and it was just it it to me it screams youth you know young cool youth that brand you know i love off white even though it's new uh, i just love how they've rebranded a very first of all simple logo but also just the basic t-shirt they've really made it just cool to just be in a t-shirt oversized t-shirt you know that wasn't in ever in my peripheral view of something that was going to be trendy but they've really made and pushed in front of you that this is what's hot you know and even if they didn't have a a celebs all over it i think it would still be a, a brand that really bangs uh with me and a classic one for me is ivisu like Ivisu jeans for me are probably the the best jeans that I've ever worn. Wait, Ivisu? Mm-hmm. I've actually heard of that man. I knew. Do your research, homie. Do your research. Ivisu jeans. I'm gonna show you it. But they were known. They were a Japanese brand, and they just had the the sickest box fit, and it just was super comfortable. They went ham with their designs. Their logos were either printed all over the jeans or the back of the jeans and it was just they must have used denim from i don't know what kind of quality denim they had but it was superior denim quality they had amazing designs quite out there reminded me a little bit of uh, some of their stuff could have sat with moschino but i really like their loudness but sometimes also their subtleness you know um yeah, when I show you the designs, it was like a, a flipped over E that looked like a M and looked like a flying uh, bird on a picture. But yeah, they for me had to be the best denim wear that I've worn. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you it. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be due to checking that out. Yeah, no, and they, they could that. easily do a a rebrand and come back. They kind of. I'm sure they're still out there, but I feel like they've kind of disappeared and not in the mainstream as much. But it takes one celeb to suddenly shout them out and wear them in a video, and I guarantee everyone would be would be wearing Ivisu jeans again. Well, you definitely sold that one. Yeah, I know. No, do, do, do you remember a brand called Lot Twenty Nine? My days. Do you remember that brand with the Looney Tunes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cold, cold, oh my it? days, they were hard. Bro, I found that in my yard the other day, like the pimp pamphlet thing. No way. Like the matching t-shirt and jeans. Do you know what they <laughs> licensed the Looney Tunes characters as well as Iceberg? So Iceberg Jeans did a Looney Tunes collection, and I always used to think. Iceberg were obviously, you know, uh, Couture, Italian designer. Lot 29 were, I'm guessing, American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their fits were so different, yet they were using similar characters. So I always did have a, a, a secret love for the Lot 29 ones, especially when they did their oversized varsity jackets. Um, but yeah, it was just, I remember that brand. It was just... It was so raw. Yeah. So raw, man. The fact that they were using and licensed those 
images of cute cartoons and they were having these I mean the type of people that wore it I'm sure did not fit the look of a cartoon but you know when you just flip it on its head and you've got grown hard guys just wearing a Looney Tunes with um, Tweety on the the, the, yeah (laughs) I just love how they just made it so those guys and people would wear something as cute as that and still make it look sick yeah such a classic I love it. I love it. I love. I love anyone that uses and flips fashion on its head. Jeremy Scott, Virgil Abloh, everyone, every every designer that can just really make fashion different and stand out. Yeah, I'll say three brands I'm rating so far right now. Mm-hmm. I, just, I love Carhartt. Oh, I always, yes. I always just keep, Carhartt keep it simple. Yeah, you. Oh, well, that they well. are one of the brands of so keeping it simple, solid isn't it? and solid yeah. and successful. Mm. And they've not ever veered off. They've not tried to go couture. They've not tried to go too cool. They're subtle, mm. and I'm 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 guessing affordable. Yeah, it's, it's there are some expensive stuff, but in compared to other brands, yeah. it's just working man gear. But it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like obviously, yeah, yeah. Carhartt originally was a hardware brand. Okay. For like um, laborers, like people lifting boxes and all that type of stuff. That's. That's uh-huh. what Carhartt is actually for. Oh, uh, right. But then the hipsters got hold of it and just like, you know what, let me just... Let me Trust just... the hipsters to flip it and just make it like an a, a, a everyday fashion item. Yeah. So I rate them. I rate... Mm-hmm. I like, obviously, you got New Balance. I rate New Balance. Uh-huh. Um, what other brand do I really like? What is it about New Balance that everyone seems to get drawn to? I feel like... Because let's be honest, they weren't the go-to brand. They weren't. Before... But suddenly it seems like it's the trainer connoisseur's brand. Like if you know trainers, you go and get, you have New Balance. I feel like when you first hear New Balance, you would think that they're quite cheap. Yeah. Usually that cheapness will come to your mind, but they're actually pretty like decent price. Right, I see. But I don't know, I feel they, they just look... They just look cool, man. They're different, but they look different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they're yeah. cool. But I can't even ex- explain it. But well, they, their they, branding they, definitely worked on you. Because these are the one fifteens. Yeah. No, fifteen hundreds. Yeah. There's ones the nine nine ones. They're kind of like a. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like, um, dad shoes like dad sneakers yeah. like that really kind of blew up in the past couple of years. Yeah. And New Balance have a lot of that type of design PE shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. And it's true. just it's just cool nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, and no, that's true. That's true. There's a lot of the, 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 the Yeezys that did or took over from that kind of uh or took that label and made it cool. Mm. But yeah, I think New Balance always had that. Yeah. New Balance always had like you said that PE teacher yeah, yeah, crap yeah. look. And it is such a hipster shoe as well. I'll, I'll, I'll say, because I've seen it on a lot of hipsters, that, you know, they're also influencers. You know, I've seen how a lot of them dress get translated down all the way to Essex and outside of London, um, places where fashion isn't actually a thing. But New Balance seems to be on their feet all the time. Yeah, because I also think, like, if someone's wearing a pair of New Balances, they kind of know what's up. Okay. They know for fashion. They know something. You don't just wear a pair of New Balances on a random. You don't do that. Oh, uh, I agree. That I agree. That doesn't happen. I agree. You would have to do. You would have to do your research, and you would have had to known about the brand. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's something that definitely took them to New Balance. 100%. Yeah. And you've also got a New Balance top, or that top is got New Balance uh, yeah. sponsor as well. So New Balance, it's like I'm sponsoring New Balance or some shit. Hey, New Balance, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> they need to sponsor 0596 me. podcast. 100%, they need, to sp- they need to sponsor me, man. No, but no, it's, not no. like, it's not like a Nike shoe or an Adidas shoe where you can walk into any random sports direct, blah, blah, blah. No, you know yeah, what I mean it's not. It's not patrol. like that. You have to go to somewhere like Foot Patrol or, uh, 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 you know, those trainer vendors that are just office, maybe even, mm. you know. And even then, you got to look for the type that you want or online. Yeah, for real. And then your third brand, I would say a light hair on Preston. Okay, I think they're quite hard. Oh, six. Because they've also got a Carhartt collab as well. Yeah, banging, yeah. It's wavy. Uh, what's your favourite collaboration would you say clothing wise whatever yeah if you've ever seen a collaboration that you thought that was hard I didn't see that coming or just the pieces just really resonated with you from the top of my head Mm. I would say I always like the Stoney and Supreme collabs Uh, yeah, I always like them. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the um you know the orange cargo bottoms. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think those are hard. Um, what did you think of the puffer coats? The um, it's like a flowery one. It's like flowery. oh, with the um, uh, I think the autumn leaf collection. Uh, no, the, that's the North Face Supreme collab. Oh, sorry, the this, North Face. This, this okay. is the Stone Island one. They got they had, they got a puffer. It's kind of like a, it's like a purpley color with like red flowers on it, like roses. Oh, well, while you're talking, I'm going to go look for that. Yeah, that one's hard. So it's a Supreme. Um, Supreme Stone Island collab. Yes. Right now on 0596, we're looking at fashion collabs that we think were banging. I'm actually looking at the Supreme and Stone Island. Yeah, that one. That's the one. That's this the one. one. That's the one. So they got that one in that color. And they've also got like a beige peachy type one. So we're looking at right now the Supreme and Stone Island puffer jacket, flowers, flowers nice. everywhere, Man. made from black. This uh, Stone Island puffer jacket from Supreme may look delicate from the outside, but on the inside, it's as tough as can be. Okay. But that just... price, the price is a bit of a bad thing, though. What? That's a car. <laughs> but I'm not even surprised with this particular <laughs> branding and the pricing. It's. Um, but I, was, I would say that um, obviously, like North Face Supreme collabs are better than Stone Island Supreme collabs in terms of jackets. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the one that you spoke about earlier, the Leaf one. The Leaf one's cold. Uh huh. Yeah, that one's insane. I feel like this one's good, but you. Mm, 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 mm. It looks like they've taken my auntie's curtains <laughs> and made a, a, a made a puffer jacket out of it. But the branding is hot and. Just the fact that these are two powerhouse brands. I feel like the orange one looks better. This one? The one next to it. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one looks better. So we're looking at two colours at the moment. The the dark and then the purple with the beige background. But, but yeah. De- but yeah, I'll definitely say the Carhartt, the orange Carhartt, not Carhartt, cargo bottoms. They go insane. Like, I think they're wavy. Well, a lot of the collaborations that we're looking at were just two powerhouse brands coming together and saying, let's make even more money. Um, but they've got their client base. They've already got people that will spend the price that we've just seen, which is um, nearly two and a half K for a puffer jacket. Um, 
but yeah, I think I think they I think that's a nice collab to. Uh, well, yeah, to even rock. even Supreme. You see, when they were selling the brick, Supreme brick, you must. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. Insane. People are buying a brick. Oh man! If I tell you, um, if anyone's been to Soho and you've been to the Supreme store when they do their drops, yeah, they'll go crazy for a key ring. So that is the kind of marketing everyone would crave for you know where you can drop uh, anything. anything from when you're saying a brick come on that means if they go crazy for a brick they'll go crazy for a, a an umbrella you know that or is an, just or, or actually like practical a, or, a, or a lighter or a key ring or there you go people would travel miles from outside of london to come just to buy that key ring you know supreme kids are you know they kind of remind me of japanese uh fashionistas where they're at the front door queuing up, waiting for the latest drop, um, just to make sure that they're in fashion and they're in in the loop for the hottest, the hottest stuff. Like I'm looking at the Supreme right now and North Face. Yeah, that collabs like. Which I think was another yeah, that one's super. Hard collaboration in terms of jackets yeah. and designs and colors the palettes that they use for me yeah, on even, the north face is even, way better even that by any means one them ones are cold no that's that's hard that's hard but yeah, this particular hard. one we're looking at a the north face uh, pullover jacket that for me the colors that looks like a Ralph Lauren collab though that one it but kind it, of it, does yeah it looks quite similar to Ralph Lauren it's the yellow north face mm. jacket and for me, I think that one. Even that one's called the the leopard print one with the, the black leopard print. Oh yeah, yeah, this one. No, mm. not this one. This one. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Jeez. And you can wear that to work as well. That's a pretty formal kind of, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? no, it is, guys. Make sure you check out. We're just googling Supreme, um, North Face jackets. Um, yeah, this is. This is how I used to design my stuff. Very loud and out there, big bold colours, bright, big letters on the um on the on the on the garment so that you knew what brand it was. Um but I realized just through uh, lots of different sales tactics and market research that a lot of people just wanted to be able to wear it to more than just a very loud birthday party or a or a big festival. So they did still want to use your jacket for more than one thing. So that's when I realized sometimes it's got to be so neat. It can be used for work. It can be used for going to a wedding. It can be used for going to a party. It can be used for going when it's just cold outside to the shop. And you get more wear out of it. Which means if someone knows that the jacket is wearable, they're more likely to buy it. You know, it's just got to be practical, basically. Yeah, 100%. So the question I've got for you as well is what is your, where do you see yourself in let's say five years time? Are you trying, are you trying to influence more people, the youth, just trying to... Yeah. yeah what's the story? What's my, the my story is definitely, I want to make, what I would have wanted someone like me to at least show me the way or some of the way or guide me all the way so i definitely want to make sure that i do that for other young creatives and it doesn't have to be fashion you know a lot of the stuff that i learned through the years can be transferred 
transferable. They're transferable. You know, whether somebody wants to be a plumber or an electrician or, you know, but start their own business, you know, there's just avenues that I want to be able to give to people and show to people to be able to get where they need to be. And whether I do that for the rest of my life, then I'm I'm good with that while designing and making my gums. Um, but I definitely want to have a young team to say it came from him, you know, or at least he gave me the route into that. Yeah, you yeah. know, knowledge is there to be shared. So that's what I plan to do, you know, without trying to get, you know, my accolades or whatever. I'm just really wanting people, especially our people, to get the opportunity that they do deserve. It's out there. Sometimes the doors are just being blocked by some something or someone. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure that people knock down any barriers that's stopping them from succeeding or being able to reach their full potential. Mm-hmm. Be that workshop facilitating that I do, taking my workshops from more than just one school to a next one, taking it more from just a school to a yacht, taking it more from just a yacht to like abroad. I just want to be able to make sure as many different people are are aware of these facilities that can make them who they want to be and who they need to be. Yeah. Are you also open to collabs as well with other brands? Yeah, I'm always open to collabs. One thing I want to do is collab more, you know, um, and just want to see where we can take the designs, especially young designers. A lot of young designers have got the sickest ideas, you know, they just don't have the tools to be able to push it. So if that means hitting me up and we do something and see where it goes, we could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, got no qualms with collaborating with young, fresh, hungry designers that are serious. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, I, I wish you all the best on that one. No, thank you, bro. Um, I'm I'm really I'm really glad that you put me on the uh, 0596 podcast. Make sure you guys check it out on Spotify. Come on. And uh, yeah, continue to tune in. Uh, don't forget to check out Mandem Clothing on Instagram. Check us out, mandem-clothing.co.uk and click purchase and buy. <laughs> don't just browse. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you press that buy button. That's it. That's it. Like the YouTubers, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Yeah. Click and buy, click and buy. <laughs> Thank you, made, you very much. So you made, my, you made my outro easy for me, man. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I but, love it, I love it. But yeah, you already know how it goes. More episodes coming out. Thank you for being on the show one more time. Boy Wonder of Mandem Clothing. Let's get it. More episodes coming out. Thank you for listening. See you later. Bye. Boom! Yes, yes, yes. That was-